What's my name? Daniel Simon. HPC Captain Fantastic. And welcome back to another week of Japan Rugby Weekly. This week we have special guest Daniel Makoto Lindy, and as always, we have Ben and Doug, and I'm HBC. Keep a show! Good. <laughs> 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 Is that the key to show quickly? Mm. I just wanted to. Yeah, Ikimashou, yeah, I Good. was. Um, I was gonna say Ikimashou, and then someone said Ikimashou. I was like, oh crap, what should I say? And then someone else was like, Good. I was waiting for like a let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought I'd change it up and go with the Ikimashou, but it got stolen. So, <laughs> right. um, yeah, it's how it goes. You but probably just need like two or three in the bank for mm. that exact reason. Um, well, I normally go with the let's go, but I just flustered myself, <laughs> and we've got a new special or well, returning special guest, uh, Makoto-san. How are you, Lindy? Oh, great to be here. Uh, great atmosphere here at uh, Chiba Camp. Mm. That was a, probably the best uh, introduction I've ever heard. It was so the best by far. It was on a roll, really? so I had to throw it yeah. back in my show. It was, yeah. it was in the moment. <laughs> We're leveling out. Yeah, well, because you went through it like, real quick, we had like five seconds left of the talking part. Yeah. So I was like, what am I going to say? And then you see Ikima Shaw and it's like, oh, that's not what I was going to say. And then I was like, good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did that something. We're eating up. We had to eat up seconds. Yeah, yeah. It's a dead silence. But um, <laughs> that's the end of the podcast. Now, um, we are at Chiba Camp at the moment, like you said. We're in a cabin. We've got a very, very special guest, uh, John, over there in the corner as well. You might be able to hear him if he says something, but he's doing work over there. So I think we're kind of annoying him by talking to him. But Sorry, uh, John. Yeah. He's analyzing. Yeah. Let the man analyze. Um, for our growing American audience, it's an American accent for you in case you've forgotten what that sounds like. We've just all we've also come back from a bonfire with marshmallows and chocolate. Well, I don't know. Don't say that too loudly, Ben. Got to watch our skinnies, eh? But... We didn't actually eat any of it. We just watched them. Just them. <laughs> we just watch, watch them roast. <laughs> Throw them away. Yeah. And then done it all. <laughs> oh, how good. Um, it's not the start of the podcast unless uh, someone's begging uh, Dylan. Oh, so he's, uh, cool. yeah. Yeah. Well, um, he's your roommate, eh? So. He is. He is my roommate. So we'll get, we've, we will get along. Mm. Yeah. Was that selective, was it? Or? Um, what's that? Like, you guys chose each other? Or? Um, I think he chose me mm. and I don't blame him. I do normally have a lot of treats for the guys who <laughs> <laughs> I have been known to pack a few Tim Tams and chocolate raisins. Um, well, I think it's like those movies where people come together and they're an unlikely duo and they don't get along first, yeah, but at yeah. the end of it, they save the day. Are you kind of referring so. to like Return of the Titans? And then there's... Remember the Titans? Oh, Remember the Titans, yeah, sorry. Jeez, it's been a while since I've seen that movie, but it's a great movie. And there's a lot of that going on where, like, mm. unlikely friends become mates and then they become a very good team and then they win. Well, and so I'm hoping that that's yeah. what's happening here. Because um, you guys are in the same mini team as well, eh? We are, yes, yeah. we are. I um, got drafted today too. I heard there was a bit of disappointment coming from people. Mm. It is, I think, like... It's pretty funny how you can just run a draft and just, you know, like, no one wants to get picked last. <laughs> you just hear people like, yeah, when they get picked, not because of who they're with, but because they were like 32nd instead yeah, of 54th. 
Uh, it is. And it's a, and it's a nice feeling going around and going getting picked in the first round, like mm. stocks go up a bit. So I'm loved. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, we had a captain, Lindy, you were one of the captains, but how was it was a bit of pressure? Like you had like two seconds to pick a name as well. Like, it so. was very fast fire. Do you reckon um, there was a lot of panic picking going along? Like you made a pick, then definitely recruited it. <laughs> <laughs> there was a bit of uh, yeah, impulse control. Um definitely a buyer's uh, regret at the end of it all. <laughs> <laughs> What's the return policy? <laughs> You know how, like, in the normal drafts, like, they're doing, like, all the stocks change mm. and there's, like, heaps of calculating going on. But Lindy had to do all of that in, like, the space of two seconds. Rain man. Yeah. I was just really lucky I was actually picking, otherwise I would have been last pick, so <laughs> got out of that one pretty well. Beat the system. Become a captain. Yeah. But, but yeah. It was. It was all veterans, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Does yeah. that make you feel old, knowing that you had to be one of the four oldest players of the team? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, but, again, I was just lucky not to get last pick, so uh, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, nice. Um but can you sorry run me through why <laughs> Chinon was your like number one pick mm. so for even though that doesn't know Chinon's our new prop and mm. an absolute legend and as we recently just learned really good at karaoke mm. and played for Japan as well didn't he so. yeah so like I'm definitely not dogging the pick at all I just would like to know like you mm. had first pick first round and the way that's a very coveted spot in most sports so what was kind of like the thought process behind picking a prop for minigame team <laughs> um yeah well Again, a um, little bit of impulse control. <laughs> uh, to be honest, when I looked at the uh, the complete 60-odd squad list of names, um, his was the first one that just jumped out. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, nice. Sometimes yeah, so. that's how you pick, you know. That's so. right. Impulse buying. Impulse yeah. buying. Yeah. And I'm actually a big fan of impulse buying. Like if you see something and like your immediate impulse is that it's good or you like it, it's normally mm. 99% of the time a good buy. Wow, nice. And that's why I have to junk in my house. I need a button for, um, <laughs> need a button for Ben's advice of the week. Uh, yeah, no, that's still coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different segment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe you can um, make a... Advice of the day. It's <laughs> an <laughs> inside joke there. Um, but you guys don't know what that means, so I'm going to cut that out there. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. anyway, we're, we're coming off a uh, off week, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Like a yep. what do we call it? A yasumi no shu. Mm-hmm. I think it's just an off week. Oh yeah, cool. Oh, yeah. with English on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got to finally shoot down to Kyoto and oh, Osaka as a non rugby player. Mm. It's a big which difference. There's eh? a huge difference. So normally I just go to <coughs> sorry Dotonbori, the main mm-hmm. street, and I'm very accustomed to all the bars. Um, Osaka now but it was nice to actually not do that and go to oh, I can't remember the name now but it's the second largest aquarium in the world oh yeah wow well. I've got that in Osaka and it's actually a really cool setup and it's not like fish just stuck in a really small tank and you're like oh man that sucks <laughs> they're actually like a really big tank and you kind of spiral down around it and the habitat changes and it's wow. really cool. That's cool so big osasumi from Ben for that nice and we need that osasumi of the week yeah there's so many segments but um and then also we got to see go to Nara and see the deer and mm. which is a pretty cool experience like the, the bear bow to you and then mm. you give them a little like cookie and, they... then, and then hordes of deer just charge it yeah you they get aggressive <laughs> I was gonna say and then I pick my son <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I got to do some uh, sake tasting in Kyoto mm. uh, Nihonshu which um, I found out when I was down there that oh, I don't know if they were just pulling my leg but they reckon that Kyoto has the best sake because it has like the best water like the like a mountainous area and they have access to really nice water which in turn makes really good beer and um, Nihonshu mm. and I can testify to the fact that Nihonshu was really good um, so. yeah the water is real important but most 
like cities and stuff that make Nihonshu, they're like, we're the best. We got yeah, the best yeah, water. That's, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that's why I kind of was like picking up. Mm. But at the same time, the Nihonshu was also really tasty. So yeah. I was like, maybe you guys mm. are onto something. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, yeah. And then I also went to Universal Studios. Oh, I got a lot, jam-packed week. But yeah, nice. I went to Universal Studios and uh, more importantly, Super Mario World, which is awesome. But I didn't. I felt like I didn't want to get sucked into the tourist trap of buying mm. random souvenir stuff at a souvenir place. Like when you go to Disney World and you just buy everything and you have no money. So I was like, no, nah, I just won't buy stupid stuff. So I didn't. And then I had like huge non-buyers regret <laughs> because at Super Mario World, if you buy the special watch for 4,000 yen, They've got these rides that if you like, you have to use the watch to like do special stuff. You earn a key, you get all three keys, and then in the final ride, you have to beat Bowser Jr. in the castle. But I just couldn't do any of that, didn't get to do any of that because I didn't buy the watch. And I'm like super gutted. And then when I like figured out that you could buy the watch and that's what you could do, and my time was up there. Mm. And like, I almost feel like if my wife goes back to New Zealand <laughs> next month, I might just do a solo trip to Universal Studios. Let's do a podcast trip. To be, podcast yeah, trip, to yeah, be yeah. Bowser Jr. Like, like, kind of just went to Super Mario World and looked around, but didn't get to kill Bowser Jr. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, real gutted about it. Mm. So just, yeah. That's uh, how they get you, eh? Another also assuming if you go to Super Mario World, um, buy the watch. Um, buy the watch. But you kind of think, like, man, four th- it's like 8,000 yen or um, 10,000 yen get, to get, get in. but 4,000 yen. Of like value mm. out of that watch. Oh yeah, but I mean, it's not like you have to throw it out after you leave. If you ever go back, you can use the same watch. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's how you can probably get your value. But I was the same. I didn't get it. And then even when I was in there, just Bowser's one was so long. Like the wait, I was like, oh, I'll just go in was, there. So when I was here, the Bowser ride was five minute wait, and I was like, oh, let's go do that ride. Mm. Ten minutes, and then I like noticed that you need to have a watch, but you also had to have bet and got the three keys from the other rides. And I was like. Wait, hold on, what's going on here? And then I was like walking down and I just suddenly noticed that all these rides had like keys that you could win off them. And I was like, no, what? There was a whole system to this that I just wasn't aware of. I'd just be walking around eating popcorn. God. So just mm. quickly, if you have the choice between going to Hogwarts and buying the wand and doing the cool stuff, which is also really cool, by the way, or the Mario watch, buy the Mario mm. watch. Um, I think, yeah, because I didn't buy it. It's pretty good that I didn't wait like two hours in line just to be in a Bowser thing that I can't do anything. But did you go on the Yoshi one? Because the nah, Yoshi so one the was problem with going to horrendous. Universal Studios with a child mm. is that you don't actually do any of the rides and you just walk around and look at all the rides. Yep. I think the only ride I did was the Spider-Man one because it was um, a five-minute wait for the single line. So like I just oh, ran yeah. and did it and then looked after Felix, my son, and then my wife just quickly ran and did the yeah, ride yeah. as well. <laughs> The old, just the singles line. So, um, but I was also there with uh, Michael Little and his family. So we were kind of just walking around eating turkey legs and trying the different popcorn flavors mm. for like eight hours. And that was that night. Yeah, nice. But no, nah, it was, it was actually really fun. And I, it was probably the first time I've gone to a theme park and not just been trying to run around doing all the rides and yeah. actually take in the sights. And I was like, man. This place is pretty cool. Mm. I wish I bought a watch from Super Mario. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big takeaway. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there and also Disney, like everything's like, interactive and like the whole world is made up around you. So you're like, man, yeah, uh, you so know, immersive. yeah, but this place is awesome. like Fuji Q is mean for the rides, but you know, the ride's just a ride. It's not like while you're waiting in line, it's like, whoa, yeah, there's yeah. Mount. Oh, maybe yeah. I'll just download 
um, a movie and watch mm. it online. It's the thing to do. <laughs> um, I watched a, a Disney movie. Oh, yeah, I went to Disney last week. So that was what I did in my off week. So we were doing stuff. I think I went on like 26. I was the opposite of you. You went on one attraction. I went on 26 in my 13 hours there. Wow. Because um, I went to a hotel, a Disney hotel before that. So I was able to get early access. Oh. Um, 30 this, minutes. Is that a Doug advice of the day? It was, but I found out that was like the end of September and they said they're getting rid of it at the end of September. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, you have to pay like 3,000 yen, you get in and then there's four rides that you can go on. Um, so I was like, oh, yo, I'll do those. Did them. Then just went on heaps of other rides and stuff. And there's, it was Halloween. So there were heaps of Halloween parades and everyone was like waiting an hour on the side of the road to watch the parade. And I was using that time just going all these rides. Um, and yeah, I think that's, if you don't have kids and you're with friends and stuff who like to run around as well, I think I did like 35,000 steps or something, but oh, it was wow. uh, definitely wow. worth yeah, it. So it's a massive day. I did mm. walk 25K mm. at Universal Studios when I was there. Just trying to burn my calories from eating all the different <laughs> yeah. things. Oh, it's, uh, but yeah, I guess, so what did you guys get up to uh, in that week off? Yeah, we went down to Yokohama to spend the night down there and went to an aquarium. Mm. Oh, yeah. Or the third camp. Maybe the third biggest one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it was okay. pretty cool. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, does massive tanks and yeah, there's one tank where it like wraps over top of you. Ah, uh, yes. And then the fish will swim around, yeah, and then you yeah. go up like the escalator, like a then, tunnel. A tunnel, yeah. yeah. You go up the escalator, and there's a tunnel. And the the aquarium might to also hit one of those. So. Mm. Oh, better. I, better. 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 Yeah. I have yeah. noticed Lindy might be able to help us out here. Where like I think it's like a very common date spot. Mm. Like there's just a lot of aquariums and like that's the go-to date in Japan. Have you noticed that in um, your time in Japan? <laughs> yeah, I've gone on a lot of dates. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you're right though. It is like, I remember when I first came to Japan, I think I, I was like, oh, I met someone. I was like, okay, the guy's got to pick the place to go on a date. And then I just looked up, every time. <laughs> I looked up like a ranking and the top ones said go to this aquarium. And then it was, I can't remember, it was like Ikebukuro or something. Then we went, I was like, oh, should we go to Ikebukuro? Um, and then she's like, you're not taking me to the aquarium, right? And I was like, uh, no. And then we just had to go to like karaoke or something instead because I was too embarrassed to say that that's what I wanted to do. So she's like, that's what everyone does. It's so like boring think, of you. I think that it's quite, okay, it's kind of like going to the movies almost. Like it's just a real easy date mm. where you just, you know, like they're not going to be disappointed unless I've just done it a million times before because there've been lots of dates. But the it's like a very good premise. You just walk around, and it's like not like a zoo. It's real, maybe hot, and mm-hmm. you do heaps of walking. But you just do a little bit of walking, and then we have a nice little cafe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This place was quite cool. We had like other attractions, so like you go to the aquarium, aquarium museum, and then. On the outside, there was like little rides and roller coaster rides. And, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, is it the roller coaster park? It has like a, show. a roller coaster that goes like underwater. The oh, Cosmo, Cosmo World? Is it, does Cosmo it have the World. big. Yes, oh, yes. yeah. yeah that, it's, a, it's a roller coaster that goes underwater. Goes under the water. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, I think that place is a pay to play as in every ride you buy a ticket. So I think uh, yeah, yeah, to go on the roller coaster, it's like 800 yen per person or something. Yeah. And it's like 20 seconds. It's mean, but it's 20 seconds. Um, there was another date spot, so yeah. not not that none that I, I went on. Should have asked you about dates, actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, uh, Did yeah. you shoot off to for the Yasumi Nashu? Uh, yeah, nothing as exciting as you blokes. Um, <laughs> actually, went on a date. Oh, oh I did hear yeah. that. This, Aqu- this aquarium. Was just, like, yeah. I was, we're on our way to Inoshima Aquarium. Oh. Um, <laughs> but uh, did you actually? 
well, I heard it was a good place to get for a date. So <laughs> I tried to look online, you know, on the way there and um, it was uh, really busy. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of dates. So yeah. um, <laughs> we uh, kept driving up the road a little bit further and we went to a place called Bill's. Oh, it's a bit yeah. of a... Uh, That's another classic date spot. It's a classic date spot. You just had a nice little feed there on the, on the ocean. Yeah, a bit of an Osasume. That was that's nice. a big thing for you because that is probably your first date in I don't know how long, isn't it? Running two children. That's right. Yes, with the little fella into a uh, hobbycoin now. So uh, first time the missus and I had the opportunity nice. to go and spend some quality awesome. time. Awesome, nice. so very enjoyable. If you day. don't have a child, you don't understand how I reckon like getting a kid into daycare is huge. How much of a like, win? I didn't understand how much other people were telling me. Yeah, my kids in daycare. I was like, alright, cool, bro. And now <laughs> when I was a kid, I'm like, guys, 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 my kids, are, my kids are daycare. You wouldn't believe it. I've got a day off. <laughs> So yeah, that was very, uh, very enjoyable. Um, apart from that, uh, yeah, we had a beach day where it was really nice. So mm, nice. got to the beach for another day, a bit of a typhoon swell. So Atlas, uh, learned how to swim the hard way, um, <laughs> digging holes and then tsunami comes over the top. Yeah. So, um, yeah, everyone came home safely. The power of water. Yeah. Mm. Um, oh, cool. Sounds like a good recharge week for everyone. Yes, very good week. Very and good week. Cut full. Um, Bill's is a Aussie <coughs> thing, is it? Like, so you got a bit of Aussie food there? Is yeah, it? that's right. Um, it's uh, kind of started as a breakfast, breakfast place. Mm. Um, you can get a flat whites and nice coffees, a bit of a uh, Oceana type cuisine there. Mm. Um, they've got a few different chain, oh, a few different locations in Japan. Yep. Yokohama, Akarenga, Fukuoka, Ginza, a few around. So right. They're the sponsor this week. They don't know it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just Shout free out. publicity yeah. to our millions of listeners. So, but yeah, I think it's a, like you said, you can get like the breakfast that we're maybe used to back home but you can't really get normally here so it's a good time eh? definitely nice um, on the weekend as well didn't our friends Japan play Australia A as well it was uh, technically Japan 15 oh yeah what are are we (laughs) need a this is like something that you probably don't need a segment like a button for but because we never talk about it we got to make a special (laughs) thing for it well guys was not rugby (laughs) um put a disclaimer in the notes it's like just skip to 23 minutes or something um but yeah i think it's not a it wasn't a test match it was like aussie a against japan 15 but the japan team that came out like they were guys with you know heaps of a, a test so and that um australian team definitely wasn't like a slouch team mm-hmm. either those are guys all like i th- i reckon a lot of them will probably push on to higher honors hopefully like yeah. they, they were definitely mm-hmm testing guys out and seeing a lot of them either in the squad at the moment or yeah. you know just sort of like it was a good squad man mm. a um. good test for um japan well japan is ranked 10th and australia 9th so yeah probably a good test for japan to see like how they how they fare against the next you know the, the team that they want to kind of leapfrog i mm-hmm. guess um and yeah i think the first half it was just penalties and stuff eh? so it was a uh, Probably obviously quite tight. Japan took that lead, but kind of got run down at the end. So um, I saw heaps of Japanese fans were a bit disappointed, maybe because the Aussie team didn't necessarily have like the big big names where we had uh, Michael Leach and you know Matsushima back. And it actually goes to show how much Japan has improved over the years, where the Japanese public now have an expectation of Japan beating these tire team mm. sides. You know, like and even more for League One or top league. You know, like the all the standards are getting better now. Yeah, yeah. And the rugby's getting better, and the fans are expecting high quality rugby, which is pretty cool. Mm. You know, 
So Japan isn't seen as one of those teams now where uh, another team can just come back, get a big score against, you know. Yeah. They're expected to play some good code. So I think it's not a bad thing that yeah. Japan public are disappointed. It just means that they expect some good stuff. They care. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh, they care. Yeah. yeah. Normally it's just like, oh, gumbutta. Like, you tried your best. Yeah. Um, you know, lost by. I, I think that first half, having a lot of penalties as well, obviously it was tight, but it was also both teams finding their feet a bit mm. too. Like, neither of those teams have played a lot of rugby recently. Yeah. You know, and you just get to like a test match kind of level. And you, you know you're trying to you know work out the find team each other and, out. Yeah, you're trying to find each other yeah. out and trying to find out yourself. You're like, man, do I even have the lungs to get through this game? <laughs> you know, like there would have been some tired boys out there for sure. That was a good crowd too, eh? Was it sold oh, out? It, it was, looked like it was yeah, sold. Yeah, I think yeah. it was, and uh, there was only a small part that was um, allocated seating. Everything else was um, general admission. Yeah, so that's cool. Um, like an hour and a half before all those parts were basically full because people just want to get there and get good seats so yeah. you just saw and then first they put up a photo and there was a part in the middle that had no one there and i was like oh like they've done the thing where they sell something to a company and then they don't use them but then i found out that that was the allocated seats so they don't have to come early so that's the only reason why yeah so apparently yeah it was a mean crowd oh, there, i'm right? sure it would have been a good game to go to mm. yeah, yeah. Got it, I didn't go, yeah good but... atmosphere and Look, like some good tries got scored. I saw, saw again another good set piece try. Mm-hmm. So Tony Brown owes all the boys to some beers. I think <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a really well worked set piece try for Fito, the benefactor. Mm. But uh, yeah, there was some just good rugby getting played in that second yeah, half, yeah. especially when once the boys kind of found themselves out a bit. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was gutted. I didn't, I didn't get to watch the game, and then I jumped on and watched uh, YouTube highlights. But yeah, J Sport. It's like just clips of the, the penalty kick and the guy kicking the goal, and it's like, oh, what was that for? You know, like, yeah. show us uh, the, be- the build up, even to like the tries basically, then putting the ball down. Like, you know, yeah, you yeah, yeah. What, yeah, yeah. Oh, what happened there? Um, um, it was good to see Matsushima back in mm. the red and white, too. I think, yeah, yeah, after playing in, in the European France, Cup, yeah. see how he um came back and what did he came on first touch to score a try, score a try, yeah, in the corner, classic, um, yeah. He's back at Santorio. Yeah. Rich get richer. Yeah, if it keeps on giving. But I, I, I think he did. He has missed playing international rugby for a while mm-hmm. too. I think he's a better player than unfortunately how he probably played on the weekend, and he'll have like a few defensive misses. I think that he probably will regret looking at the highlights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but I think it looked like a lock or a winger or something did like a dummy kick and and, and outed him. And I was like. Mate, these are Aussies. They're going to play some code, actually. There you go. And we'll see Lindy doing that. How good. A crossfield kit. A few of the comments were as well, even just that Australia A team for younger boys, um, there was a few comments about how they were able to keep the ball alive Mm. um, as opposed to, obviously, a bit of a few of the cup games that all of us have been playing lately. Mm. Um, High-tempo rugby, obviously, playing Japan, but just being able to, as opposed to just creating things that were able to keep the ball alive, bit of expansive rugby. So that was good to watch as well. Yeah, yeah, like compared to the Australian All Blacks game where the ball was in line for like, what, 30 minutes or exactly, something? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Oh, I guess you'd, you'd be privy to a bit more Australian commentary on games than both of us, or the rest of us here. Mm. So you probably have a bit of insight into how the Australians are feeling about their A team or their whole national team in total. Yeah, definitely. Um, like you said, it was a bit of a, a budding game, so got some uh, young boys out there, give them some time. Obviously, they're the guys that you've probably seen in a Wallabies jersey in the in the near future. Um, it was actually quite entertaining to listen to a newcomer to the Donna Balls, um commentating on Stan Sport. 
did a very good job uh, commentating the um, oh not sorry not the Japan A game um, the Wallabies games uh, so um, yes. just a little yeah. yeah we might see a bit of commentary coming into the Rugby Weekly podcast mm. oh, some experience good. there some high level experience yeah. um, so obviously uh, if you know who that is you know and if you don't you don't but um, yeah that Stay person tuned. also uh, was that the one that had a few problems with his car recently when he first came I <laughs> like today. Best to tell the story. Yeah. Well, actually. I mean, first. Oh right. We're it's at, a two like, miles of this car. Three. Oh, yes. um, so in Japan, like they've got those car parks, which it's like if you've seen Tokyo Drift, where the cars keep coming in that like conveyor belt of cars. It's kind of like that, but oh, yeah. not as cool. Like you can just see all the cars there. It's like a kind of grid, and the cars you push your number plate or your number, and then your car will come out. Um, Normally at apartment buildings, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And like near train station stuff where there's not much room. Um, land is a premium. Uh, but anyway, our friend, he uh, had one of those because he's living near, uh, um, you know, station. Must be very nice. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, I think his car's a little bit bigger. Oh, must be nice. Um, but yeah, uh, I think the person who set it up didn't set it up right. And the sensor was too close. So it's for like a smaller car or something. So he put it in, went to bed and got a few heaps of calls from his agent in the morning saying, you've got to get downstairs. Went downstairs and there was a line of like salary and people trying to take their kids to school. Uh, but they couldn't get their cars because no. there was one that was a bit big that was blocking everything. Oh, um, and like the sensor was going off or something. Oh, so he's like, oh, saying, And like first week in Japan. Oh, and then, um, I cannot think of anything more. No, I can, but like that's up there for like, man, it would be a very like embarrassing thing mm. to wake up to. Him, like. no, oh. And then you could, like the Not people you live with. What a way to And it's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. hi. Hey guys, this is my gift to you. <laughs> so there's a name for that, isn't it? Six o'clock like, in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But then you also, like, I went to the apartment, uh, took them, I took him to uh, the clubhouse, and there's a part where I don't know if like it's like you're advised to go left. It's like turn left only, but then we didn't see it. Was this an eye hutter by chance? Like the eye hutter? Uh, nah, like, oh. Because it's a, there's a turn oh, yeah. where we all live, and I'm pretty sure 90% of the gaijins on the team have got to go <laughs> to turn right. Because in Japan, you can just turn right normally, but for whatever reason, on this intersection, the other way, reverse way, can turn right mm-hmm. down there past you, but you can't turn right, and it is... Just a weird intersection. They always have a cop sitting on that corner because they know they'll just pick off an easy guy. Yeah, yeah. And I, <laughs> mate, their success rate is mm. unreal. Like, that, and that's why I'm asking. Well, I think it wasn't, but they obviously had a cop waiting there. And then we went through, and I think I was checking my phone for like the Google Maps or something. So I didn't even know that happened. And then heard a cop behind us. And went, okay, you probably just got to pull over. And then I was kind of listening, and they're like, "Please pull over." And they were right behind us and wouldn't go past. So. Like, it's probably about us and then our man was like oh i think there was a like an arrow saying left and maybe that means left only i was like yeah i think that means left only um and i was just like uh just i'm my japanese is about to get very bad here so just uh, <laughs> don't look at me for a translation and then the cops came and i was like oh sumi you're saying yeah and then he said usetsu which is uh the fancy way of saying right he said, like, oh, who said to take him or something? And then I was like, who said? And then, oh, Miggy, Miggy, no? Oh. And then just like that. And then the guy got out his Google Maps and like Street View showed it to us. And he's like, see here, you can only turn left. And I'm like, oh, 
So sorry, like, yeah. And then they let us go without tickets. So um, it's all about the, us. We were just like, oh, see my thing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's it's that that's the advice column for the week if you get over. Ignorance. Ignorance is bliss. It is bliss. Um, but then, yeah, so that happened, the car park incident. And then, uh, so I went with him once to the clubhouse, but our parking lot at the clubhouse is the same one as the factory. So there's, what, like hundreds of car parks. And there's like an end where we all park. There's an end where we don't park. Uh, not because we're not allowed to, but then I didn't even know this, but on the other end, there's parks for only small cars. And I think that's the side where the bus was waiting for us to go to camp. And some people get on different places and because of the traffic got there. And it was like five minutes to go, parked at one of those, got in the uh, yeah, bus. He doesn't have a small car. Yeah, yeah. he's got a bigger car. Yeah, it must be must nice. Be nice. Um, and then uh, <laughs> uh, and then I get a call from the team director like while we're on the bus. Now, whose car is this? And then I'm just asking all the guys around me. So like, oh, I just don't know. And then, um, yeah, it turns out to be his. Uh, he's got the only key. Um, and we're like just away. And they said it's going to get towed and it's going to cost heaps of money if you don't move it. So you basically have to move it like 10 meters or something. Um, so our team director got the key after we traveled here three hours away. He got the key, drove back by himself <laughs> to move the car 10 meters. Uh, he, he took the blame on his chin too and mm. he was like oh it's my fault I didn't tell this player yep. that he shouldn't park there it's, it's like, oh, like, he's had to shoulder the blame <laughs> too for the whole company like what a the guy. player was obviously like uh, like oh sorry like, I didn't know and it's like, oh no well no, you know we didn't tell you um, haven't really told anyone because no, no one's like just but it makes sense yeah you know, it was like, close to the bus yeah yeah so it's something that because normally like you can get the bus at different locations for us, so mm. we normally don't drive in. But obviously, from its location, it might have been easier. And there's just a a few a calamity of just things that could go wrong, yeah, went yeah. wrong, um, and uh, we had our team director driving a key. Back. <laughs> <laughs> How good! Um, but yeah, so welcome to the team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go the neon. Yeah. What uh, would have happened going back to the story when you didn't when you turned right? Sorry. Mm. What would have happened if they were going to write your ticket? Um, George Japanese just all of a sudden get better. become better. No, 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 no. And you just uh, it's happened to me before at a Coke when um, I was just talking to a guy and there was like a stop sign, but you know it says Tomare in Japanese. So if you know what the like the, means, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you don't know what it means, you've got to basically remember that it's the upside down triangle. Yeah. But if you haven't been told that, you just like you might go through it like you think it's a giveaway like we have in New Zealand and I was just talking to this guy and then he just went through and I was like oh like like there weren't any cars coming so it wasn't like a you know dangerous thing necessarily but I was like oh um I don't know if he knew like you know maybe it was just a decision he knows but he doesn't believe in stops him. and then um again there's a cop waiting there and he came over and he's like oh what's that for i was like oh oh you don't know that there was a stop sign <laughs> uh, i was very surprised we went through and then yeah the guy came over and i tried i was like oh uh, and then yeah they just gave us a slip and you can it's very easy i think you can pay it at like convenience stores post or offices, post yeah. offices I've had to pay <laughs> but um yeah so uh that's what would have happened um but yeah i think uh Regardless of what country you're coming from, if you're going to drive, you've got to make sure you get like an international license or a permit because I've heard of people who um, in other countries you can have a New Zealand license and that's good enough. So they come to Japan, they try and just use that. And then maybe if you are unlucky and, you know, ran a stop sign or something, then showed it and they're like, where's your international one? Then that's when you could probably get into big trouble. So yeah. I've heard someone who, they didn't really get fined, but 
they got banned from driving in Japan for two years oh, <laughs> for, for not yeah, <laughs> for not having an international permit. So it was just like, oh, unlucky. Well, unlucky to the you know partner who yeah, is yeah. now driving. So um, just uh, unlucky. Also. Yeah. So Getting you just gotta, yeah, you got to know what the rules are in the country you're in, and obviously uh, the signs as well. They don't have to be in English. It's not like, oh, why is it not in English? It's your responsibility to learn them. So that's my advice column of the week. Doug's advice. You've had a few, had a few bits now. Mm. I, um, going back to the Japan game real quick, yep. you had a scandalous story for us too, didn't you? Um, maybe. There was a story that was... I. <laughs> there was a story I saw on... It's, it's public knowledge. Yeah, so it was, like, but it was only yeah. like Japanese people. It was a... A player, a player, like, you know, half the players in the Japan team are foreign birth, like born in different country. And I think I only saw like, you know, the main points of it and really the comments from Japanese people, but they said like um, somebody who was from a different country originally had like a partner or something there, but then also had a girlfriend or something here. But then found that person. I think it's like they found out on Facebook. It's like, what does your Facebook say engaged? It's like, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I don't know if that was a joke from someone, but yeah, I just saw something like that. So, um, I think. So stay tuned for some more. But mm. that could potentially be blown up. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, don't I don't know if it's know like a. Is it? Yeah, I don't know if, you know, it's something that's, you know, get dropped for or if it's just like, oh, you shouldn't do that kind of thing. And yeah. that's why some fans are like, oh, like, you know, that's probably not the right thing to do and stuff because, uh, yeah, I don't think it's nothing's happened sanction-wise or anything, but I think it's just like, oh, somebody, yeah, I don't know if they, one of them was married or something or if it was like two girlfriends. If that's, you know, it's not technically illegal, I guess it's something that's frowned upon, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. as um, long as I guess it doesn't distract the team or distract from the team, mm, it's probably just play on. So, I mean, yeah. if, if it was overseas, I think it would, you know, be on all these podcasty things, but because it's Japan, just uh, yeah, just another day in the office in Japan. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like they don't really, you know. Well, I don't know. I was gonna say they don't really like try and blow those things up for uh, views and stuff. But you get if anyone's ever doing like drugs or anything, like a famous person, that's just their whole career, their life over. Like there's this real famous actress who's seen like doing some like like coke or something, and then just uh, now off the face of their like no rehab and stuff like you see in America and stuff. It's just a real famous person who apparently was doing it with a sports person or something overseas and then got caught in life over. So never basically seen on TV again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a, that's a big deal. Mm, yeah. There's any scandal like that. So I think, well, uh, I mean, they pretty much use it as an excuse to shut down top league one year, mm. didn't they? So like, I mean, they, they do take this stuff pretty seriously. It's weird. Like they take that seriously, but then, you know, like the stuff like, cheating or it's i almost feel like it's the opposite of what? new zealand like new zealand is like oh like weed or something you know it's frowned upon mm. or something but then cheating and stuff's like oh. well it's funny uh, we but, did like we obviously get drug tested and we do like that bulk drug test with the saliva mm. i think we did one last year and it was testing us for like marijuana cocaine 
and like testosterone. Oh no, no, sorry, marijuana, cocaine, or like one other drug. But they weren't testing us for like performance enhancing drugs. No, like yeah, yeah. Testosterone. Yeah. So, so you're just testing us like every really week really sure. if we like doing like extra stuff. So like, yeah. they're like testing us for the other. Stuff. So it's quite interesting. Like mm. that's the obviously their mentality, um, but, and obviously coming off the back of when the league got shut down because of the cocaine scandal. So, mm-hmm. um, but then you see like I saw a TV program once. It was. Uh, special like they've got you know variety tv so heaps of different things happening but one of the specials is like people who have cheated on their partners or something and they're still like famous like that's not their life over that's almost they've got another gig on a show uh, for the special and it's <laughs> like their life. <laughs> um, it's kind of like they're getting made fun of kind of but it's not like yeah. oh you scumbag it's like oh like you know you loser kind of thing like it's more yeah, like yeah. a and then getting, like getting joked about and then like the wife would sometimes come on and um once they did one where they try to catch someone out so the wife was watching and then they took an actress or someone into like the bar that the guy oh, was drinking and trying to debate like because it was somebody who got Speaking caught before um, and then someone got caught before and then they're like, he said he's not going to do it again. So the wife is on the TV show seeing if he's going to do it yeah, again. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's, it's a, a the weird dynamic where, you know, it's like drugs and stuff, everything. Obviously, it's illegal. Obviously, yeah, yeah. no, no, but it's like this stuff, which like cheating and stuff. It's like, yeah, it's oh. like a TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> this will be a good TV show. Sorry, yeah. Throwing out some bait. So on the mm. topic of bait, this is a real quick crossover. Yep. I um, went, oh, you, you can, yeah, push no, this sorry, button. Um, I don't know if this is going to be regarding, is it a yeah, story yeah, about yeah. someone? Oh, yeah, nice. Absolutely. We've got a new uh, button for this yeah, segment for of the week. The Derlin story of the day, the Derlin story of the day, the Derlin story of the day, the pickle play. So nice, the pickle play. Because I was going to bait, because we actually also went fishing on uh, the off week. Um, our mm. captain, Yoshi Mitsu, yes, is a, um, is a captain, like an actual boat captain, funnily enough. So we took advantage of that and rented a boat um, with our friend Dylan the Pickle now. Um, HBC and actually yeah the people in this room other than Doug unfortunately yeah, um, no, and so we went fishing <laughs> and it was a pretty successful day for all of us we all caught fish <laughs> I caught the biggest fish at first <laughs> because, I know, don't know if we can call that a successful day we did catch a fish and it was better than last time but. Yeah. so like, we're just comparing to last time we were fishing we Kaizen had, mentality we, we getting caught, better we caught zero fish so <laughs> growing that's growing mentality growth mentality um and um, our friend the Dylan the pickle now talked a really big game and he was gutted that I caught the first fish but anyway that's another story anyway um, our friend the pickle caught, thought he caught something and he kept saying it was a shark I'm um, actually I don't even know if I'm sh- I think HPC should be telling the story but anyway I'll, fin- I'll, I'll finish off with the fact that um, he caught a rock <laughs> that, that's just the start of the pickle play and I'll, I'll throw over to you H what happened from there so Dylan's saying he's caught a shark but he's actually caught a rock and then the reel's going because the boat's moving so he thinks that he's got something but he's definitely not got something yeah so when you're fishing like you're standing on a boat and so like and you know the line's caught on a big shark and but it's like <laughs> the boat's moving it's not the the rod pudding. Yeah, it's not like a it's not like a fish pulling it. Yeah, it's not like a fish like swimming away like one of those famous rock sharks. Yeah, the big rock sharks (laughs) getting away on you. But anyway, yeah, so I don't know how it happened. It's just he was pulling in a big one and then I was like, Oh mate, I don't think you're pulling in a big one. (laughs) It's a big rock or a big bit of seaweed or something. Yeah. So anyway, I was like, Give it here, mate, and I'll uh, I'll take over and I'll get off this rock for you. 
And like as I held it, <laughs> no, he's I held it. You had it for like three seconds, like, maybe five. Not even three seconds. I was at like half a second, and then it just <laughs> ping, and it just snaps in half. So I'm still handing on, <laughs> holding on to the handle, and then <laughs> the rest of the fishing rod is just going, which, which sinking I think like down and down and down to the I bottom think of that's the ocean. Funny, as is like you've been given a rod that's just literally snapped on break. Um, and then so, so I'm betting he's like he's probably, it's probably broken and he's like just oh, holding just it together hold it. just yeah, it yeah. and he's giving you a broken rod so that's all like that's all good and then we continued fishing because well that wasn't the end of our trip we still got to keep fishing which we did and then we actually all caught fish and so to me it was a successful day out and then obviously we go in to pay and then um, oh yeah, and then I'll hand over back to H again so we've gone to pay and so um, obviously the rod costs money because we broke it and so they've had handed us the bill and then over to your age yeah so obviously we've got the bill and it's not a bloody cheap one it's fucking it's brand it? new brand new rod like how much is it 40,000 yen yeah and they've given us a discount <laughs> oh, oh they did 5,000 yen yeah, yeah. so yes yeah, so they gave us a bill of yeah 35,000 yen and like I'm expecting not to pay because it's I didn't break the rod like so it wasn't my rod I'd meant use it all but day and then in credit to you you said hey I'll go halves yeah if you want like I knew you to say if you want I was like oh, I think the pickle actually he said oh how are we going to do this and then you said <laughs> you were like oh well I can go halves and then um, the pickle what hold on you broke the rod <laughs> If it's your rod. <laughs> and, and so I, yeah, I suggested that okay, I'll pay half because yeah. I was and, holding and the rod. The disbelief in the pickle's face that he was going to have to fork out the other half was almost. Oh, I like. I, I wish that you could see for like pictures through sound. That if you could, yeah, it was. The, I like the look at disbelief on like me and Lindy almost looked at each other and we were just like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> did he think he was going to get away without paying for this rod? Yeah, the so rock, the famous rock capture of rock Kanagawa. Capture. Yeah, yeah. So that was an expensive trip. Yeah, because <laughs> that's what there's thirty five thousand yen just for the rod aid, like, and then you just have to pay rod, for then, everything else. Well, yeah. the, the actual trip. I mean, I don't know how much fishing normally costs, but I thought for a six hour on the water and bait and rods, rods. Mm. it was a brand was, new boat too. That's the yeah, first time I'd been out. It was awesome. Like wow. we, if we didn't break a rod, would have been Ichiman Gorsen Beach, mm-hmm. which I think um, is pretty good value for a day out on the water. And if you caught lots of fish, probably could have made that money back. But we only <laughs> caught one. And if you didn't break a rod, yeah, it probably wouldn't have hurt as much. I just find it so funny that he just thought that he wasn't going to have to <laughs> fork out anything for this broken rod. The you rock. touched it last. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, no, no, it wasn't my rod. I didn't get caught. <laughs> it's classic, though. Nice. Good. But uh, I, I, th- I th- don't, don't you have something to add for a wee pickle play? Actually, <laughs> I was going to say good pickle play. Oh. Um, yeah, huh? uh, on the okay, obviously we're talking about the bus, long bus ride. Um, do you have to push the pickle play button again? Oh yeah, sorry. I don't know. Do we? <laughs> <laughs> the Derlin story of the day. The Derlin story of the day. The Derlin story of the day. The pickle play. Second pickle play of so, the day. Yeah, yeah. Gracing our audience with two, two <laughs> plays in one. <laughs> big week. Big week um, but yeah, I think uh, it's good that other people are telling stories like this. Otherwise, everyone just thinks Ben's picking on someone. Uh, it's just, you know... Teammates talking about teammates, they're all having a good yeah. laugh. He's my roommate, um, so I'm going yeah, to do yeah. it regardless. Um, but yeah, uh, we're on the bus, and he's uh, sitting right at the back of the bus in the middle, like where I think, you know, 
traditionally you've got the most leg room and it's stuff. But- arguably the, the most coveted seat mm. on the bus. I'll, I'll put my hand up right now and say that you get the most leg room. And you get vision you, of everyone. You get vision of everyone and you can recline without guilt. Mm. You know, like there's no one behind <laughs> you. And normally in the back, anyways, there's five seats. So they have like one in each corner and one in the middle. So you actually have two seats, one seat on either side of you that's free yep. for like, you know, activities. whatever activities. Yeah. So you get like maybe an Nintendo Switch <laughs> and then like yeah. a bag of food. You this know? is how we do it. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll definitely get, come out and say right now, mm. best seat in the bus. Mm. And, and our friend, the pickle, had it. I think, um, obviously, second year in Japan, like, uh, Japanese isn't quite where maybe you'd want it to be. So, um, well, you had Toku, one of the Japanese boys, like, in one in the corner, so can't talk there. And who's on the other side? Puna? Puna. So, I yeah. think, technically, you know, Puna can speak English. Well, he's, Absolutely you know, can speak English. Tongan guy, so he can speak English. So, I don't know what the story is there. Maybe a bit of beef. Three languages. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, maybe. yeah. And then um, I was sitting with you, which is great. We got a winger and then a guy who's slightly further out than a winger on the touchline um, running waters and me. So we're very, I'm a small guy. You're not no. as big as, you know, a forward. Yeah. Um, so, no, again, put my hand up and say, like, I'm not a huge rugby player. So me having to share a seat wasn't a huge surprise. Um, and then we had Lindy in front of us, who is a big, he's a lock. He's, you know, one less tall. He appreciates leg room. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Uh, and then eight was to my left. Uh, he's, you know, a big number eight, uh, Nanaban. So he's a big guy as well, likes so we, leg room. So. You can argue we actually had a pretty good crew, mm. guys. Every, all the forwards had, really good you know, a lot of uh, room. Um, and then, yeah, I think, uh, but maybe didn't, like, we were, I guess, quite close together. So we were, had a lot of combos. We were talking. Um Sam was watching like was it Revenant or um, something and I was able to watch it with the subtitles uh, I, I noticed that. I was trying to talk to you and, then <laughs> yeah, and, see, like, and my friend Doug the translator was staring at Sam's screen reading the <laughs> subtitles I was like ooh it's a bear attack no. but yeah and then uh, our friend Lindy was actually tuned into something too mm. I don't know what but you were actually doing something too weren't you yes I was uh, taking the opportunity to be very productive uh, I was uh, in the zone getting some uh, bus work done oh yeah. nice <laughs> bus work yeah. it was just no, nice I to have a bit understand. of arm room you know, yeah. Just, uh, oh, yeah. Well, I actually had like a thing I had to translate like on my phone, but then everything was so exciting around me, so I couldn't. But so, well, I was translating something, so it wasn't like there to relax. So I had to keep my seat upright, yep. which, uh, and then, so that was just something I had to do. And there was no one behind me. I could put my seat back if I wanted to, but I was like, oh, I don't want to lounge around and do my work. Um, so anyway, uh, I think then, yeah, it was obviously a bit uh, lonely. Um, so he came down and sat next to uh, Lindy. But I heard rumors that Lindy was like, I oh, know you can come down if you want or something. So, you know, it was a bit Are of you niceness. you throwing the story over to Lindy yeah, to yeah. verify this? <laughs> um, everyone's like, man, these stories are pickle stories of the day. Take it long. <laughs> and it's like the... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Today, Junior! <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, um, that made it longer. Uh, so, you know, coming down and they were sitting right in front of me. Um, but then just reclined his seat like, you know, real far back so i was basically you know like kissing <laughs> the front yeah, yeah. yeah um so and then i just ended up turning my body to the left so uh, my feet were in the aisle um setting a full 90 degrees <laughs> and then like oh, yeah it's kind of like you know in a weird uh angle. it didn't look comfortable i'll be the first to say again but i'm um, not look comfortable at all and then again it was you know i could have reclined my seat as well if i wanted to but i just decided not to so you know 
I made myself uncomfortable. Yeah. So it wasn't, you know, anyone's fault. It was uh, me choosing to do this, but it was just uh, something that involved Dylan. It was interesting so. that there was only one seat on the whole bus before. <laughs> 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 but it's a lot like a three hour trip, daytime mm. trip. So like we weren't sleeping, but it definitely was interesting. And I all thought it, thought it was funny that um, Lindy, a veteran player, and normally veterans that have been in the team for a while, like get their own seat. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a general kind of rule that as rugby players on buses that we have, and if you're a smaller player like myself, you normally expect to give up that seat, which is understandable. I can see that. Um, I'm hoping that as I grow older and we get more veteran status, that I will one day have a free seat next to me for a bus ride. <laughs> but Lindy's earned that right and then had that right stripped away from the real quick today. Oh, yeah. But I, more, it was more funny because, uh, like, I mean, we had a really good group, but there wasn't, like, heaps of banter being thrown around. Mm. Like, we were all kind of, like, Lindy was actually trying to be really productive and I don't know what he was doing, but he was mm. productive. And I was just playing on my Switch. Yeah, catching Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. so. Productive. Yeah. Dynabore's mm. best Pokemon master. Anyway, and... Um, yeah, why the chonkit was watching movies too, so it was, there wasn't much going on. But yeah. obviously, it must have felt like there was a lot going on for our friend the pickle to uh, just come up and grass take is a always seat greener. Right? Yeah. yeah, the grass was it greener? I'm not sure. Mm. And yeah. then the the full recline that that was the cherry on the top. I reckon. Well, I think um, yeah, I wasn't um too you know where I was like you know I'm a smaller guy. I can technically like still. I'll be quite close to the seat in front, but I can sit there. Like my feet weren't digging into the back or anything, um, so it's fine. But it was just more funny. Like just every time something happens, Ben's just like, "Oh, um, Doug, when we have our break, you're finally gonna have uh, room to stretch and stuff." And just trying to like bait um, a reaction from Dylan. I was like, "Why? Why would you come down and get baited like for a three hours kind of thing?" So I was just yeah, more in awe. I have been known to throw a bit of bait in my mm. time. Not just off of bed. Speaking of bait, you guys went. No, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, sorry, there was a, a new segment. Well, a segment we've had every week. Our story is about Dylan, our favourite uh, diner ball, but uh, we just had a new intro that Ben thought of. So, Oh, I just yeah. figured that if I'm going to keep throwing pickle plays out, I might as well put an intro for it. Um, but yeah, that was uh, recorded like two seconds before we started the podcast. So yeah, that was definitely good, a yeah. prop intro, so I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, nice, nice. Um, and then I thought, I guess uh, we've been going for a little while, but I always want to ask, man, we don't talk about rugby on this, but um, I want to ask something Japan-related. Like, you know, last time, <coughs> once we talked about washlets and, you know, the toilets, the bidets and stuff and favorite karaoke songs. And there's something I was talking to with one of the Japanese players. It was like a... Uh, you know how you talked about with toilet paper, do you scrunch or fold? Yes. I thought yes. like, well, first, what, wait, what was you? I'm a scruncher. Yeah, really. and you were a folder. Folder. Yeah. What about you, Lindy? I run hybrid. Well, oh, hybrid. how do you run it's a hybrid? A hybrid. <laughs> yeah. Run me through a hybrid. What does a hybrid do? Do you, do yeah, you yeah, fold yeah. once, then scrunch? Or I think like, how, I how scrunch and fold. Well, you scrunch it, it and then, like, you, yeah. then you fold the scrunch. I think so. I can't remember. I don't think there's any rhyme or rhythm. It's just, uh, I feel the way. Yeah, yeah. okay. Mm. I can, <laughs> can you visualise that? Yeah. I've I never really thought about it. So. <laughs> yeah, How, what's your hybrid like? Yeah, um, similar to what you said, you kind of uh, feel the situation. Mm. And you, uh, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes you need a scrunch, yeah. depending. Sometimes you is, it, is, it, is it based on potentially what you 
ate or drank tonight. <laughs> so like if you've had a lot of kava, for instance, <laughs> is that is that a scrunch or fold or hybrid situation? Mm, you might have to fold that scrunch. Yeah. Okay. Or the tissue yeah. or the tissue paper that you're using. Is that come into effect? Like yeah, sometimes you go into a public toilet pie, and the, Oh right. Yeah, so you go into a public pie. toilet I and it's like yeah. the question you're asking for. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I do have noticed, especially in Japan, I've mentioned this before actually, toilet paper is weirdly thin in Japan. I think Very it's thin. because they've got the wash it, so people aren't like, oh, you know, why, no, sandpaper. I don't understand how this yeah. chat happened last time. Um, people aren't, here. you know, yeah. like wiping 20,000 times. They're what just... about a big night on the juice? Is that uh, is that just like a, a triple fold scenario? Um, or like The next day? Yeah. I think uh, in the business we call it booze poos. Yeah. yeah, I was yeah. trying to yeah. like, but like, yeah, no, that's what I call it. So I, <laughs> I think Doug's it. question might answer that for you. Oh, yeah. Um, so my question is very Japan or bidet related. Um, so it's like that, like everyone's got their own preference, but the bidet, the washlet, it's got different power levels, but yes. what power do you go like some, there's only three, so there's a low, medium, high, some there's five. I think must be nice. Eight just places have got five and uh, button that's yawarake, which yawarake. means soft. So it's oh. an even softer one. So it's like six different pressures yes, for your bum. Nice. That's a yeah. very good, that's a very good wash look. Um, but yeah, um, what do you guys got? You know how like when you hop in a shower and you don't just put it hot straight away, mm. but you'll, you'll <laughs> turn on the shower and then once you know you warm into it, you slowly start turning the handle to kind of see what, how, what kind of heat your body can actually handle before you go to it. Yeah. I think I that's my method for the washlet too. Mm. So I'll put it onto like a lower pressure because you don't want to be surprised by mm. real high pressure and oh. like it's very uncomfortable. You go mm. for like a, a medium to soft pressure and then you can kind of build it up and that's what I said. But I do always try to work to the high pressure. If you go high too fast, you'll be like you and the intro is like good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think uh, <laughs> that was good. If you're in a um, like new environment, eh? like you got to know what your environment's like. Yeah, so exactly. if you're in a new, like not all the pressures are the same. So level two on your one in your home field isn't the same as a level two <laughs> at H's yes. house. So you got to start uh, somewhere. And once you know, like at my house, I can. Oh yeah, you so immediately I'm, just go five. I'm, max power uh, just uh have you it's ever tried to wa- uh, your water blast like the side of your house or something <laughs> um, <laughs> um, oh. so what you're saying is just water blasting yourself yeah okay so listen here. um and then just you know less work um but then it just means play. Yeah. <laughs> or like the gap to when i go back to new zealand and there's no washlets i've gone from like water ah. blast to like having to you know Run outside sandpaper. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, sandpaper the side of the house. So. I did notice. I remember I um, went on. I had like a rugby invitational. It was like Singapore, Malaysia, but the tournament we had in Malaysia, we had all got to KL, Kuala Lumpur, sorry, and taken out for this really nice dinner. And like we were like, don't eat near the fish because you can get food poisoning really easily in Malaysia. Like happens all the time. But what we hadn't been told is that when you drink water like the ice. It's like yeah. so, like it's bottled water because but the ice, yeah, but the tap, ice is tap, tap. Tap. So like, our whole team got um, gastro. Anyway, we had the tournament in Malaysia. Everyone's having like dire stops. So it doesn't always work. But all the toilets at the stadium didn't have toilet paper. It was just like a squatter and a hose. So like, kind of, I just like, it reminded me. We're of, like, talking about the, the hole in the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And it was like when all the boys are running like gastro, and you're like, you've just like boys are running in and out of games, but no talking. You're just like got this hose, and you're just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> 
It was, was a, a very interesting experience. Mm. A fun invitational trip, but I, I like did have like a very definitive memory, a vivid memory. Sorry of that moment. I was like, man, I will never drink mm. water in Malaysia ever again. Try to drink alcohol. <laughs> yeah. I just killed the germs. But. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, that was like a very tangent story. Mm. Lindy, what's your um, bidet preference? Oh, bidet preference? Um, <clears throat> yeah, well, I'd definitely err on the Yawarakai side of things. Most recently, my uh, three-year-old son, um, we've actually had to switch ours off. Uh, yeah, so work oh, really hard. A potty tra- it's, a, it's a massive sacrifice. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he's a bit of a wriggler. So, um, got the potty training, got all that sorted. That was, uh, box ticked. And then unfortunately, one day he's wriggling too much and he accidentally hits the bidet button. Uh, and uh, I just hear this scream and his <laughs> door slams open. He's running out and, uh, and, uh, and yeah, water's flying yeah, water everywhere. Toilet paper, water, <laughs> undies everywhere. Yeah. So, um, and then after that, he was just too scared to go into the toilet. So, um, you had to switch yeah, the, it off and the, prove to him that there was the no monster in the monster, toilet. The bidet yeah. monster, yeah. So, yeah, yeah we can't awesome. really vacuum with my son around too for the same reason. <laughs> scared. Oh, uh, yeah. But it's like a Roomba, like oh, the robot yeah, yeah, vacuum. Yeah. And so, like, you know, just like, it's very random in its movements. Mm. And it's like, you can't. Felix, so I'm just like, yeah, like, trying to like navigate this, like, room. And it's, like, it's, it's coming for me. <laughs> True. Yeah, well, I think, uh, the only, like, time when I was scared in a toilet, I think I was in a lock hood like we are now, but the like in different heats and stuff, the wood expands and all that. So I was in the toilet once when I was like at primary school, locked the door, but then I guess the wood was like slowly expanding. So I was in there for, I guess, a little while and then I couldn't <laughs> unlock it. Like, couldn't unturn the thing. I was like, Mom, I can't get out. <laughs> so I think they ended up having to take the door off, but I was in there for like ages because mum had to go find dad's tools and stuff and i was like i can't get out of the toilet so, yeah so just, it was uh, like the advice of the day don't go toilet in a log cabin it was uh yeah that was last week <laughs> <laughs> but yeah sorry uh h what about you are you yeah uh, i'm uh yeah level two in the normal what's your like so my place here? my place i've got a yeah what is it yawarakai yawarakai nice yeah i don't go to that it's just an Oshiri, and I've got five levels, and I go to level two. Oh, yeah. So level two of five. Level two of five. So it's sort of like a medium, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's not up there. Not Six up there. levels, that's just under average. I think I've got three, a low, medium, high. I wanna, do you know what I reckon would be a good play is like, you know, when you can dim a light, mm. you just turn a dial and it suddenly dims. I, there are oh, places yes, that. Yeah. Now, you know, there, some of the business like, hotels have that, eh? Oh, so that's, that's, that's the upgrade. Oh, they don't really work that well. It's basically like three steps, like you turn it heaps no, and yeah, see, I don't want it to be like a, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> to be like a smooth, like, mm. you know, you smooth turn, transition. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it does turn it's smooth, high. but yeah. the transition, like you're going here, nothing's happening, and then it's an equal yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd be nice if it's like, like I said, like the, a light dimming. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like you can kind of, if it reacts to it yeah. properly. Almost like a shower. Mm. Oh, there you go. Um, uh, I think uh, you can even do like the massage, which I think is like, it kind of moves. Um, so oh, yeah. it kind of goes. I've got experience. Yeah, I think that's a must. Oh, I don't really know. Like, what do you reckon about? I just sort so of do the opposite concept mm. of the uh, like a turning mm. knob, but that knob also being able to move. Like it's move, like a you know, like a like, mouse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly like a mouse. Like like I reckon. Mm. Just like, do you need to see? Like, do you need to put a camera down there as well to see? Yeah, yeah, right, too, or you just go from feel. You go by feel, mm. absolutely. It's a feel. It's a feeling. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like Yoda would be mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah I think we always finish with a 
We used to finish with like biscuits and we're like, man, we're a classy podcast. Mm. Now we finish with like toilet mm. chat, which yeah. I brought up again. But um, yeah. You I, could give us another um, Japanese word mm. or phrase. Um, what about one that I heard uh, spoken today for the first time in a little while? Um, dokushing. Ah, yes. Dokushing. I, I dokushing. Still, what's, mm. So first of all, that means uh, uh, single, single or, or unmarried. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what's the, um, I guess the, the break, genesis? Yeah, what's the breakdown of that? Because... I don't understand how that word mm. means single or unmarried. Mm. Same. Doug, the translator, um, <laughs> gets his phone out real quick. All I know is... Um, it's the same kanji, but different meaning. Yeah, dokushin. Like the doku, the one is like for by yourself kind of thing. Oh. By yourself body. So dokushin. Um, so, yeah, it basically means you're alone. Yeah, um, okay. But, yeah, I mean, so you might go up to a party or something and then like, you know how we might have talked about they've got the gorkons or kumpas, which are kind of like uh, you bring two mates, it's a, a girlfriend very, brings two Japanese mates. I Japanese concept that I reckon is actually really cool. Mm, and I when that. I first came to Japan, a lot of my teammates <laughs> were, were, like going, <laughs> were like going on kumpas all yeah. the time. It's a, it's, I mean, it's kind of just like a party where it's just uh, even ratio of guys together like you're not going to a bar and it's like off run me through it though so do you say like you know a girl and then you do you say oh, i'm going to bring a couple of mates you bring a couple of mates or is it like there's a, a few there's a little bit more to it there's a few different like normally so somebody might be like man i want like you know some people don't really know how to meet people over here like they may, might be working all the time don't have a hobby that necessarily they meet girls and so like man you know this skill or do you know anyone who you can organize that combo with? Do you know a girl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never speak, spoken to a girl. Um, yeah, you have a girl, you're like, oh, do you have any mates who want to kind of go to one? And it's not like a, you have to exchange numbers or anything. It's kind of just like a drinks, like a party. These people are going to be there. And it's um, not three or four on each side, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But That's you want to make it even. It was real cool. Like, I swear, when I first came, my mates were just going on compas mm. every weekend. Um, but Where do you normally go? Or, like a normally holder, yeah, order. yeah, like in Does like a izakaya or something. Izakaya. But I used to do one where somebody at Coke, um, he knew, um, and like an izakaya owner, and then that place they started doing a few there, but then that place started getting well known for if girls want to like go on a compa with rugby players, then they go there, so they'd kind of go there by themselves, and then the owner would be like. Oh, like a group of four girls that maybe they're here because of the rumor and then just like are you guys keen to do a compa at some stage with like some rugby players and like okay and then so the guys don't know any of the girls and you just kind of meet there and then just uh you know do, 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 do. um you just have a few drinks and stuff and then if you want to go some like to another bar or something and have drinks you can or you can just be like oh you know that was fun um See you never, kind of thing. So, so would like a, the next step from a compa only be a karaoke option? Mm, um, if it's going well, like yeah, sorry, if it's, um, yeah, if it's a successful compa. Normally, for the guys, I think the guys are like um, everything's going well, yeah. um, but it's normally the girls are like because you don't know who's coming. What's a successful so. compa. So, say if you've got let's say five, five guys, five girls. And three guys and three girls are hitting it off, and the other two kind of, he sucks and she sucks. Mm. Is that successful? Are you like, okay, cool, we'll just move on as a group to the next one? I think normally. The other two just have to deal? Like, you'd go as a group. Like, it's not like a, you know, bachelorette or something. It's like you pick who you want. Uh, And then if they match, you win or something. It's kind of like a, 
everyone just talking with each other but then you normally would just do it so either like three yeah yeah you'd like kind of be talking to someone more often and then at the end you might just exchange numbers or something um but it wouldn't be like a you know us us six are going somewhere so you guys go home or something um it's and especially the girls i think they'd be like let's go home and then all the girls might go home or a few might stay if they want to or the guys would oh, probably so they might split up like the group mm. might start splitting it's just okay, a, like you don't stay as a, like if i went out with my mates i'd probably want to just stay out with my mates mm, yeah so i think the guys normally because they'd be drinking later but maybe the girls are just there for they only want the ichijikai which is another thing we talked about last yes. week the first mm, party they, they so. don't necessarily want the nijikai mm, uh, so yes. they aren't there like until 5am like maybe the guys want to so they're just like oh I've got work in the morning or something I'm going to go home and then the, maybe a few other girls have the night off or um, and then the guys are well they might just call and suck mm, yeah, okay um, so but yeah I think normally it'd end with like a at best I don't know getting numbers or something but you hear everyone's a uh, Especially um, if you're out, like, in the WAPs or something. Like, maybe somewhere, like... Uh, like me? Yeah, uh, in Honda? Or almost like a Pana, where people can technically go from Tokyo. But if you organize it late enough, they can't get home. Oh, so, the old trap. Yeah. Trap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you hear stories of, like, people just being like, oh, like, sorry, we finished training late. Let's start at, like, nine or something. And then they know it's like, oh. Like no trains left. Okay. Have to, gonna have to drink until the morning or something. Can't afford a taxi back for you. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like to hang out with me um, till five a.m. Um, but obviously that's just like going to karaoke and stuff for seven hours. But um, and then yeah, you might have. Uh, I remember there was a famous uh, rugby player who, before he got famous, would just pretend he was gay, and he would. So you'd be like, oh no, I'm getting like, and then be tell the other guys close your eyes, then be the, to the girls like. Who, who are you keen on kind of thing and then that point and then we tell the girls to close your eyes and then be like you guys point is what he was supposedly saying but he's actually just telling the guys this girl's keen on you and stuff like i'm oh, just yeah. trying to work the system also so, yeah so oh, there's good. a lot of stories that you hear of uh different yeah. compa um strategies mm, so there's a lot but of things all in all i reckon like a pretty cool concept that is it, I, I know it's not in New Zealand. I don't think Australians run the old compass track. Do they? It's generally just they? like party games, but 50% of the people are guys and 50% yeah, of girls. Which is and, a tough ratio to get mm, in most parties I go to. Um, <laughs> just, uh, well, I can't, I can't get into most parties because I don't have enough of the other ratios. <laughs> so you just got to wait outside. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so it's a, it's not anything, you know, like cd or anything it's just a bit of a party like in a public place and then just to see just what happens drinks, right yeah yeah yeah. yeah nice um podcast compa yeah <laughs> and so, then we just so do you guys know anything <laughs> <laughs> it's just us for drinking alone yeah. so they didn't turn yeah. up this is a cool compa <laughs> <laughs> but yeah nice uh i feel like this one's been a lot of miscellaneous chat which is uh, probably stuff they really uh, like. Uh, yeah, probably there's not enough rugby getting played. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Bring on the season. I think because yeah, we're off-season in Japan and you don't really want to talk too much about, you know, like NBC and like European stuff because we're Japan Rugby Weekly. So as soon as all that stuff comes in, um, there are a few practice games being played and stuff, but uh, everyone's, you know, trialling teams, uh, playing wingers. It's, um <laughs> <laughs> What was that? Right, it's your catchphrase. Yeah, is there any new uh, signings that have been announced? I feel uh, like just every time I, I open, oh, oh, Honda. Um, oh, sorry. 
No, I was going to say uh, Santori. I've got a new 10. Oh, yes. Uh, Aaron Cruden. Aaron Cruden. Mm. I think that's been in the pipeline for a while. It's a fashion mm. Yeah. I knew he was uh, still a, a being in Japan. It's a good for them. They obviously have been hunting for mm. um, players and stuff. Um, and people to fill the void that Samukuri has left. And McKenzie, um, but obviously they had like they've got enough firepower in terms of the Japanese backs and stuff like they got Nakamura one of the centers as a Japan international and stuff so you don't need a young kind of fast uh, uh, 10 if you've got someone who like Kruds who is maybe a little bit slower now but still reads the game well then probably going to do a good job for them so. uh, yeah I do think that a lot of the teams are still hunting and signing players at the moment mm. um i don't like i don't think the rosters have all been filled yet so no, no. i think we're still going to get a, like a lot more players kind of um, there's also side that um i don't know but callum mcdonald as well is he australian you know sounds um, to suntory yeah um, was it uh shocky from from, oh, from shocky oh Mm-hmm. This guy here? Man, we know heaps about code. <laughs> oh, there's, there's a lot of players over here. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not like, oh, yeah. It's not like in the last, like the old days when it's like four foreigners in Japan or yeah, something. When you run there's those, so you're... many guys over here now. And, and uh, um, heaps are coming more. young. When I first came here, a lot of Kiwis. Mm. And now just a lot of um, Australians and South Africans are starting to catch up because South Africa keep winning World Cups. Yeah. Now, so. There's a lot of them coming over, but I'll be inter- interested to see who probably gets signed closer to December, maybe after mm-hmm. the um, that spring tour. I think there might be a few more getting announced. Yeah, hopefully. yeah. Um, I think uh, in terms of Japanese players, I think basically up until this month is when they can be registered. Then next month you can register three more. Then from there, Category A players can't get, even if you sign like say someone uh, international at Corby or something isn't getting opportunity and they want to go somewhere else, they can't be registered to another team until next season, um, but foreigners can. So Category A players, so Ben, you, uh, once November or December comes around, you can't play for another team. So my team shouldn't cut me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but then like we had Hachi, uh, one of our props who started this year, um, but obviously graduated uni or whatever and was available for us. He should have been available from April uh, this year, but because he signed with the club team before he signed with us, it's a club team, so different competition, but we couldn't play him because and their club season has nothing to do with ours. It was already finished, but it's the same season as ours. And we, that was when we had all those uh, injuries to tight heads and we're like, we've got no one to play. <laughs> and then we've got this guy training. He was like, oh, we're not allowed to play him because he, you know, plays for like a team that's slightly better than YCAC, who I play for or something. So it's just uh, wow. crazy, wow. Um, crazy rules. It's like, you know, overseas in, in Z, at least if you don't make the team, you go to your club rugby team. But over here to play in a club rugby team, you can't play for any other team and vice versa. Yeah, you can't yeah, be yeah. registered to two teams. So. Is that just a com- is that a company thing or is that I think it's JRFU? just like I reckon it's one of those rules that they just had and way back and then forgotten about it. Touched it because it doesn't really affect enough people all the time for them to be like, oh, we should change this. Mm. It's just like the odd like scenario that we had and probably other teams had have occasionally. Yeah, but I think um, and then maybe you just get guys who. Um, yeah, would go to help 
uh, club team for a you know a game, and they would suddenly have a mean team against a strong opposition. So I mean, I think it's trying to stop that, but. Um, I think you can stop that by just saying you still have to register for that team, yeah. but you can just register for two teams or something yeah. in a different league. Yeah. And then if you do that, then because you get every team's got 30, 20, 30 players every week who don't play. There's no secondary competition. Oh, it'd be so. very nice for them to get some form of game time. Mm. I know last year, like our um, like kind of BC players that didn't get game time literally just didn't play a game mm. last year because all yeah, our yeah. Um, satellite games just got cancelled because of COVID yeah and I, those I mean I, if I was in I would have been gutted too like you just spend mm. a whole year holding a tackle bag yeah. yeah it's a shame for those guys because they obviously want to play rugby for a job or what's their job and but they can't develop just, in any yeah, way they, they do just, everything yeah. else but play rugby but play rugby yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it <laughs> right. like same that. amount of fitness probably even more fitness mm. actually yeah, to be mate, honest being more skills. not on game day squad is yeah. tough it's tough for us. That Saturday training session, even the ones um the last few weeks in the gym. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like one of the boys, yeah, wrote me into doing, it, and then the next day, I think one of my like Albert, I was like, man, I think I've dislocated this <laughs> from like uh, this got out of the socket from just you know having to hold one of the things is like hold this pose for thirty seconds or something. And I was like, I think my elbow is uh, yeah, never going to no, be the same. You just got a so. new elbow muscle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Newly improved. Um, I gained three kgs, so that must be it. Um, I keep walking around in circles because my right side is bigger than my left. I saw you like almost walking with like watermelons under your arms yeah, before yeah. as well. Um, that was you just. I, my body's deformed from the bus ride and not being able to sit <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just uh, everything's full circle. But, the pickle um, play. <laughs> but yeah, I think um, there's a lot of things like that. Like we used to have club rugby games in Fukuoka when I used to play for a team where it's uh, you couldn't, some teams would get like 12 players because people have work and stuff. But if you get all those other guys coming through, then you got such a big rugby population and everyone's like, oh man, I can play with someone from the Dynabores this week, uh, you know, one of their B players or something, and then they can probably teach them things and all that. And it just helps the whole grassroots game as well. I reckon, yeah, so. absolutely. I think 100%, um, yeah. New Zealand, it even used to be more prevalent. Like you have all mm. blacks playing club level, and unfortunately it doesn't really happen anymore. Can you get guys trying to just... Kill them, like, yeah. Well, like, the guys like, trying to take yeah. it, like, oh, yes, I injured Sammy Bill. But, <laughs> yeah, but, um, it, even like most players for Super Rugby and NPC, the mm. National Provincial Championship, all are registered to a club team. And if they don't make the game day 23 and, um, like, are coming up from injury, for instance, mm-hmm. I normally even push to playing those club games just to get some rugby under their belts, yeah, 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 which is like a, a pretty cool initiative, yeah. I, yeah. On the flip side of that, um, I haven't been victim to this, but I know mates that have, where like you're part of a team and then, you know, a guy from higher up has come <laughs> down to get some game home and you just get kicked into the reserves. Ah. <laughs> so she was like, a, oh man, we're in the final, like yeah. work so hard. And then, no, I, I mean, teams do do that, but mm. I think if like you've worked hard all year, most Surely, coaches yeah. appreciate the fact that like you got the team that far, yeah, you probably yeah. should be able to play the final. <laughs> We'll just get this up. But I do remember I was fortunate enough to play uh, uh, Gallagher Shield final, which is the Auckland Club Competition um, Premier Comp, and I played for Varsity, and I was facing Grammar Tech, and our friend Matt Byinger was playing for the other team, and they um, didn't respect the players that had gotten that far and just pulled in all their Super Rugby players mm. because the Blues hadn't made the like the top eight or whatever, so all their players suddenly became available, and they stacked their team for the final. But they didn't want it as much as we did, and we still beat them in double extra time, which is 
just a cool thing to remind my friend Maddie Vanger about. Um, team of champions doesn't beat a champion team, eh? It's a dad uh, club. Yeah. That is, well, I haven't heard that before. Oh, so. well, that's good because yeah, yeah, yeah I, I made it up. The big cool play. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Any uh, guess, Lindy? You've been here for a while, but uh, about the club rugby scene, you've probably, you know, you've always been at the highest, the pinnacle of rugby over here. So maybe you haven't <coughs> played a YCAC. When, once you're retired, let's play YCAC together. But anyway, yeah. yeah, you reckon it's definitely positive to be able to play in both, like a club team and a pro team. Yeah, definitely. Like you said, um, like in Australia, similar setup as New Zealand. So. When I was a club player back in Australia, we had guys coming down from Super Rugby when they weren't required, and um, yeah, that kind of resource is invaluable. You learn so much from those kind of guys, and it's a pretty like you remember those games playing with certain players, like your heroes and things like that. So um, it wouldn't be a hard thing to set up, um, and obviously a few little rules and things, but. Once the process and the pathway was there, it should it'd be definitely good for grassroots for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, at the moment, like, club rugby is a one game every three weeks kind of thing because it's like a six-team comp or, you know, um, something like that. Or people can't take every Sunday or Saturday off and all that. Or, yeah, they need the other Sundays to actually do trainings because they can't train on a Thursday night and stuff like that. So there's all those challenges, obviously, but and maybe not enough club teams where you just get – three guys from the Dinobores being in the same team as the Kurita and then just like, what are your calls? So, uh, yeah, I guess. But, yeah, I reckon, uh, like, if once you open the floodgates mm-hmm. and suddenly hundreds of players suddenly become available, you'd be able to build a club comp yeah. out of that for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I think, oh, like I said, them getting game time is pretty crucial to their development anyways. Mm-hmm. And it's good for the coaches to be able to keep seeing them play too. You know, like I'm sure that you could get footage and stuff from those games and be able to see how those guys are developing as yeah, opposed yeah. to just watching them just train. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you guys who are champions on the training field, eh? but yeah. it's uh, different. That's like a dug. So when there's no tackle involved and it's touch, you just <laughs> ignore the touches and they score three tries. But um, when it's tackle, yeah, it's, you know. A different beast. Mm, yeah. Slightly chigo. Some but. people say the old train like Tarzan play like Jane. <laughs> the, as a common quote thrown around yeah, nice. every now and then. Um, oh yeah, I think uh, it's weird how we go on tangents like we're like, oh, the new Japan word of the week is dokshin and then suddenly we're talking about uh, parties where dokshin people thrive. <laughs> but um, yeah, there was another Japanese word, kompa. I'm just bring, trying to bring kompa. everything, you know, full circle and uh, talk oh, about that. I was bit teaching actually and... e kanji, oh. which is quite, a, I think, a very universal phrase that is a, a good you know good string to the bow mm. perhaps yeah if you yeah. want to elaborate on that Lindy. <laughs> um, yeah what does e kanji mean well sorry there's a there's an answer that i've got from another aussie guy who reckons e kanji is best described in a certain way but it'll be too easy you know you know the answer so i don't want to give you the answer but just for reference makoto Lindy has um past his the Japanese nation, nationalization <laughs> I think is the word mm. so he is officially Japanese yeah. which is why his middle name is Makoto mm. the honest um, one which also means that he speaks Japanese fluently mm. so doesn't Dave isn't the only translator on our team yeah which is why I would like to know how Lindy translates e kanji into um, English mm. well I guess e you could uh, say I guess compartmentalize that as a uh, good <laughs> and uh, kanji is uh, you could uh, one of the 
ways to translate that as feeling. Mm. So possibly you could just be good feeling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nice. Uh, it's got five O's in it, that good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's a good way. Uh, and then the other Aussie I was talking about was Joe Gamana, uh, who is at uh, Shoki at the moment, but he has got a clothing brand called Ikanji, but the English that he's put on that is Good Vibes. So yeah. it's like, I guess, similar to Good Feeling, like, uh, and that's a idea that he's gone there. And I think uh, we might have some like news in terms of possible giveaways and stuff that we can do with the Ikanji collab that might be happening. So, uh, yeah, keep really your ears. Um, yeah, yeah, keep your ears uh, peeled or tuned or whatever yeah. you do with ears. But well, yeah, I used it as good vibes with H when I went and we have an outdoor onsen or bath here mm. at, um, at Gushku, and I walked out and it was typical food Japanese. I was like, Ikanji, man. And then H was like, what, what, what does that mean? Oh, what does that mean? Emmy like, like this guy. And I was like, kind of good vibes. But then I also said that sometimes if, you know, they, well, even the physios are asking, like, how are you feeling? Mm. You can say, like, Ikanji, like, my body feels, feels yeah. good. It's, it's, it's one of those kind of phrases that has a few different. Yeah, yeah. It's more of an idea. Yeah, maybe, mm. yeah. It's not what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's like even gambare, like how do you translate gambare? It's very, like I translate gambare now as gambare. Um, yeah. But it's uh, very, you know, what does it mean exactly? Some people say like, go for it. But whoever says go for it in a ring, like Ben's running down the sideline, a sideline, you're like, go for it, Benny. It just sounds real weird, but it's kind of like just supporting someone else. So. Or working hard and stuff, so that's another good idea. Japanese content going in. Yeah, Japan. Really like the Japan, Japan part Japan of it's good. Yeah, yeah. Japan, like, talking about so, washlets and. Yeah. <laughs> um, Probably have a bit more of code chat. Mm, I mean, we are a weekly podcast at the moment, so we're mm. following that part now. Just two out of three. Just need the rugby part. Yeah, <laughs> right, meatloaf. Eh? Two out of three ain't bad. But, um, yeah. Shall we? Uh, this one's probably going to be one of our longer ones, but. We're just so excited. First day of camp. If we did this last day of camp, old oh, man, we'd, oh, yeah, we'd <laughs> finish by <laughs> now. We'd done. Yeah, but uh, nice. Uh, I think we'll sleep well tonight. Yeah. Um, e kanji sleep. Yeah, kanji <laughs> sleep. I think I'll wake up feeling e kanji well, as well. Oh, nice. Uh, does, uh, do your roommate snore, do you know? I'm yes. a horrific snorer. Oh, so you are, you so are yeah. the snorer. I, yeah, like... Wouldn't even know, and I fall asleep real quick. Like, <laughs> yeah. I beat them to sleep. As <laughs> Punish them more. I, um, I've got like a broken nose, that unfortunately, will probably not get fixed till after. Mate, your um, nose does not career. look broken. It's just not. Yeah, broken. It's only because you say comparing that. my nose to Lindy's broken <laughs> like every year. It's just the less broken the nose in yeah. the tables. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Owen Wilson, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just breaks his nose for fun. <laughs> it's like a party but trick I and a compa. I promise you, if Lindy wasn't here, my nose would look broken. Mm. But anyway, my symptoms, whatever, my symptoms debated and it's broken, so I just snore like horrifically. Oh, true. Um, um, I might even have sleep apnea, I wouldn't even know. But my, <laughs> my roommate, the pickle, good luck. Mm. Maybe he's gambate. the same. Yeah, gambate. gambate. It's a full circle. But yeah, I mean, in terms of snorers, there's a always a bigger fish. And speaking of fish, no, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, um, you, uh, do you snore or did you say your nose is so broken that? You can't snore. Yeah. Correct, yeah. I don't get anything up there. So, uh, it's all good. <laughs> Have you tried to wash lid on super hard? You can do You tried just water blasting your nose? Uh, true so it's just like is there a place you can go you can go too far one way that you go from snoring to just nothing just silence yeah oh, it's, uh, nice. 
but uh, my roommate is a chain snorer, so I'll deal with that tonight. Who's that? Uh, Onodera, Yutosa. Oh, yeah. yeah, so I roomed with him last year at this exact same camp, and it's funny that we're like, oh, no, you were good last night, and you were good. Like, we oh. both were just snored so loud that we drowned each other out. To negatives make it positive. Nice. White noise. You're like, yeah. man, that's white noise yeah. machines mean. Well, I think I kept beating him to sleep, so I don't really... He's probably just being, you know, Japanese, and he didn't sleep at all, but eh? Were you so good at like? Well, he, when we roomed, he was like, sorry, I'm, I'm like a really bad snorer. And I was like, ha. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, true. So, yeah, Dhammati and Nissan will ask you uh, maybe next week when you're back on again. Um, <laughs> you seem like you're Yeah, no, I'm a terrible snorer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wake up most mornings at home and my wife's in the other room. So, oh, true. Yeah, my wife so. just honestly like, punches me and then I just wake up. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Why has he got this bruise on me? Yeah. <laughs> no, just to inform you too, because I roomed with Dills last year at Bipu camp, and yeah, I did wake up with a pillow being beaten over my head. So, because of snoring so bad. <laughs> oh, so he, yeah, he, so Dills, he no problem with snoring. He does yeah. have a problem with snoring. I might yeah. have another pickle place. <laughs> yeah, pickle <laughs> play. Um, but nice. Yeah, I think uh, I don't think i've never been told i am like last year i was with our team director matsan who isn't sleeping here tonight because he had to drive to move <laughs> three hours so he's far away but i was with him and he is the loudest not like and it wasn't constant either so it was very like if it's constant you can just yeah. like it's white noise after a while but every 10 seconds something the rhythm would change or like something would happen and just like, oh geez i'm awake again um but then yeah He's. Uh, I think John said he's not too bad. So yeah, I might have a John play. It's it's quite, it's quite exciting getting new roommates. Mm. I'm just kind of just done. It's like, a whole new yeah, world. Yeah. I almost like sometimes I'm saying this to age. I think getting like a brand new, like someone I don't even know at all. You yeah. know, sometimes in a first year because it kind of just forces you to get to know people. Mm. It's quite exciting. Mm, and you point, figure out if yeah. they're a bad snorer or not. Yeah. 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 You get what happens when the lights are out? Yeah. Ooh. What? I don't know. We'll find out. He's nice. That's, um, yeah. Very intriguing. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'll let you guys know if I've got a pickle play for yeah. you. So. How good? Um, I guess uh, that's uh, basically us for. No, I was just getting excited about next week's pickle play. <laughs> Stay um, tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. What's yeah. going to happen this week? Yeah. I mean, we're basically the pickle play podcast that sometimes talks about rugby. But um, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I think uh, we're going to have a great week at camp. Uh, this is, yeah, like you said, first week back after a week's break, we're all refreshed, happy. We got a. There's a lot of energy mm. at the moment, and I'll be interested to see if we can maintain this <laughs> this level of energy as it is at camp. Um, For those people that don't know, normally these kind of camps are just like a, a st- almost like a torture camp. Like John will just get very excited this week, but they're, they're normally just pretty tough and mm. culture building for the boys. Bunker building. Yeah, bunker building. Um, we get taken to some dark places and maybe see the light on the other side of the mm. tunnel. And sometimes you don't. You just close your eyes and pray. But Just a gun buddy. Yeah, Man, just a gun buddy. Full circle. Yeah, so we'll just see how the boys are feeling next week. Yeah, yeah, how good. But I guess, uh, like we always say, it was a game of two halves. But, um, right, he was the winner on the day. Yeah, it was. Nice. Same in chocolate. Thank you very much. How good. Thanks for listening to another episode of the JRW Podcast. Make sure to rate and share the pod if you enjoy it. And don't forget to use code JRW15 at the ANR Pro checkout for a 15% discount. Arigats, I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>